Hey, everybody. Welcome to Just for Variety. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today is April 12th, 2023. On this week's episode, I'm talking with Mark Consuelos. In just five days, the actor joins wife Kelly Ripa as co-hosts of Live with Kelly and Mark. Live producers announced earlier this year that Consuelos was joining the show permanently. He guest hosted plenty of times after Ryan Seacrest decided to leave after six years. In a wide-ranging interview, Consuelos and I talk about his and Ripa's initial reactions to the idea of him joining the show, his salary, Ripa reportedly makes about $20 million a year, and one of the things they definitely will not be talking about during the show. But before we get to Consuelos, let's take a look at this week's Just for Variety column. Seth Rogen promises that he hasn't tried to get Steven Spielberg to smoke weed. The Oscar-winning director made headlines when he told me at the Palm Springs International Film Festival that he's never actually gotten stoned. Then Jimmy Kimmel referenced the Never Toker while hosting the Oscars last month. I never will try to get him to smoke, Rogan told me at the Super Mario Brothers movie premiere. I don't want to be the guy who breaks his brain. If he does, God bless him. Rogan then added, I'm not going to be the guy who pressures him to do it. Read more of Just for Variety in this week's magazine or online at Variety.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm talking to Mark Consuelos. The 52-year-old actor will become the permanent co-host alongside his wife, Kelly Ripa, of Live with Kelly and Mark on April 17th. He replaces Ryan Seacrest, who is leaving the show after six years. Consuelos first shot to fame as Mateo Santos on All My Children. He and Ripa started dating when they were both on the ABC soap opera. They've now been married for about 27 years and have three children. Most recently, Consuelos appeared on Riverdale and will be seen playing a presidential candidate in HBO Max's upcoming The Girls on the Bus. I talked to Consuelos over Zoom video from his and Ripa's annual spring break family vacation. It just so happened Ripa made a quick trip back to New York City that day to be among the honorees at Variety's annual Power of Women luncheon. Here's Mark Consuelos. How are you? Good, good, good. Just on a little family vacay. You're on vacation. Um, little family vacay. So what are you taking a vacation for? You got to go to work soon, like every day? No, no, it's, it's, it's our, yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing, um, not, not because I have to go to work, but it's our, it's funny, it's our yearly um, spring break. Um, and we've had this, we've had this vacation on the books since the kids have been in school. 
uh, now they're not in school anymore. So what are we? <laughs> so like, what excuse are we going to make now? Um, anyway, no. So do the kids come with you now or no? It's I, now- we have, yeah, we had a couple of them here, which was great. Work schedules worked out. One of them, my, my, uh, my eldest is, a, is a, not my eldest, my daughter is in her senior year at NYU and she figured out a way to get like a few classes, um, zoomed in. So she, wow. she's an operator. And then my, my youngest did, you know, he's, he's at school up North and he, his spring breaks didn't align. So we, we didn't have him with us. So where do we even begin? What time do you have to start getting up in the morning? Who hits the snooze button the most? Okay. So, um, it's just this, it's this uh, misconception that we get up that early. Um, I think like, you know, the really early morning shows, they get up really, really early. Um, Kelly usually gets up around six ish. Okay. We'll hit the snooze a bunch. We'll hit the snooze a bunch, um, which I still haven't figured that one out, but I, but, you know, she wants to be, she wants to slowly wake up. Um, but once I hear, I hear the snooze, I mean, once I hear the alarm, I'm up. Um, but you know, we're out of the house around eight o'clock and um, the times that I uh, have filled in and we're live at nine. That's not bad at all. So I, I, thought, I, I yeah. thought for some reason, I mean, I know it's not today's show, Good Morning America kind of right. early, but I you felt thought like it was like 5 a.m., right? You thought yeah. it was like 5 a.m. Everybody thinks that like, oh man, what are you going to do when you have to get up so early? I'm like, I, I'm usually up around 6, 6.30 anyway. So tell me about the first conversation. Who comes to you? Is it your agent, your manager, your wife, the producers of the show? Um, people from the network. Wow. I won't, you know, we'll, we'll keep the names out of it, but they're yeah. like, you know, how, how would you think about this? Mm. Uh, well, what are your thoughts about this? And, you know, and so we had a lot, <laughs> you know, at 52, I don't, there's not a lot of big decisions that I don't consider like really mull over. I'm not, I'm not super, um, you know, uh, I, I, I think about things. So we had a lot of conversations and the first, the first of the first conversation started with like, that is the worst idea ever. That's how they started. Like, that's crazy. Right. And we're, we're like, killing are like, yeah, that's insane. Why, 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 why would we do that? And then I was like, well, I have filled in a lot over the past few years. She goes, you have. And we're like, it's been really fun. It's been really great. Um, schedule's great. Um, you know, and I like doing it. And it's not like I haven't done it before. And I said, let's, okay, well, so we started, we started making the lists, you know, the pros and the cons and the cons started getting slow, you know, lighter and lighter. And one of the big cons is like, we're going to be working together. And then that was easily, that objection was easily overcome when we said, well, we started in the business together. Like, right. I mean, actually, I, that's not true. She was, she was in for, a, a, I think, five or six years before I even got onto All My Children. We met on the show. But we worked, I think it was seven years together on a soap um, as love interests. Um, we commuted. We moved to New Jersey when we had our, um, our first son. Um, <laughs> like, we did a commute, worked 12 hours, did a commute back, and we survived that. So this is... I think this is like a, I want to say it's a piece of cake, but it's definitely not as much, not as, not as grueling as, as that schedule was. So the list of the, of the pros out, you know, overruled the cons and we decided to give it a go. But do they, so I'm probably getting in the weeds here, but 
you know, you have to negotiate your deal, right? So are you negotiating as a couple? Do you negotiate on your own? Like, how does that work? No, you can negotiate as on my own, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> which is weird. It was like, wait, they're going to let a married couple, like, be, like, partners? Has that happened before? I guess Joe Scarborough and um, Mika on Morning Joe. I actually... We fairly recently interviewed Marlon Thomas, and she said that a lot of people came after her and Phil Donahue to do a show together. And that they is, said, no, we're not really? going to do a show together now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, fill me in. Did she have her own show at one time? I know he had. No, I mean, Phil did. Yeah. And, you know, the, you know the, the, the story goes there is that she was a guest on his show, and you could watch the show the moment he, like, realized, oh my God, I'm going to fall in love with this lady. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, we know them um, socially. We've had dinner with them at our house. They're, they're mm-hmm. wonderful. I, and I'm like, I'm sitting across and Kelly's like, oh my God, Marlo Thomas is in our living room. Like, <laughs> Phil Donahue is in our living room. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, a kid from the late seventies, early eighties. So like, he's just an icon. Yeah. Still no, like, I, I zoomed with Marlo Thomas and I was just like, I'm zooming with Marlo, like, yeah. Yeah, you've got a good job. I love love hearing that you still, you know, for lack of a better term, sort of get starstruck and still see yourself as like this kid from the 70s and 80s. And, you know, for me, I was talking to someone actually at the gym this morning and I was like, I'm so grateful for what I do. I said, I'm just a poor kid from Queens. Like, how do I, how do I get to talk to Mark Consuelos or Kelly when you're both at the Oscars? Like, I still get a high off of it. Are you like that too? Totally. Totally. Um, if Kelly uh, has, so, you know, if, we, if we're like watching a show, like we were watching a show, The the Bear, this this past summer, mm-hmm. and Jeremy Allen White, is that his name? Yep. Yep. Um, I've been a big fan of his forever. And, uh, well, since uh, that Chicago show was that called um uh shameless shameless so sorry um and uh so he was going to be a guest on her show that day i said can i please like just randomly drop something off for you (laughs) i would love to come by do you need your gym shoes and she says just come by and say hi i'm so starstruck but just like i just wanted to tell him how great i thought he was and what a great you know you know just performance he gave and i was like i really want to ask you this one question he goes yeah I said, the, pen, the penultimate episode is 17 minutes. He's like, yeah. I go, I was, we were kind of thrown. Like we wanted like the 35 or 40 minutes, however long they usually, what, what they were. He goes, it was one take, man. That was one take. Wow. It was a wonder. And I was like, I am such an idiot. How did I not know that was, you know? <laughs> but, you know, and it's, it's one of those times where your heroes or like the people you admire definitely lived up to the expectation of, of, uh, of what you thought they were going to be like. Such a, such a, such a cool guy. I know we talked at the Oscars and I said, who's your dream guest? And you said, Sophia Loren. Have you made any progress? Have you reached out? (laughs) Um, I haven't, but you know what? When we were on the soap together, we shared a studio space with The View. They were across the hall Mm -hmm. and um, they had great guests and we were doing all my children. And we oftentimes would get in the elevator bank and go downstairs um, and Sophia Loren was a guest that day and I happened to get on the elevator and she got on the elevator. I speak Italian. I speak Italian. It's my first language. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. And I just wanted to say something. I couldn't, I couldn't get it out. And you said uh, nothing. You just went in the elevator and said nothing to someone. Nothing. That's yeah. So maybe, maybe we do. Maybe we have a we have a go. We have I wonder if she remembers. She doesn't remember. There's no what, wait a minute. What does your Italian side of the family say when you say I was in an elevator with Sophia Loren and I said nothing? My mom, well, I, I probably embellished. I probably told her I said hello and it was a, a pleasure to meet you. And that my mom and her share a birthday. And my mom, you know, often, you know, um, thinks there's parallels to their lives. I'm glad I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't say that. But it reminded me once I was in the elevator with David Bowie. His, his office space for our, uh, we shared, and we were, our production company had a, an office in the same building and I knew, and we lived in Soho and I'd seen him around Soho just at the time as well, every now and then. And he got in the elevator with uh, me and my partner and we're like, oh my God, wow. oh my God. it's, it's David Bowie. And he had that look like he knew that we, yeah, that only someone at, at that, you know, kind of size of, of stardom knows when people are staring at them. Right. And he just, he just, and then he just, with those, those eyes, I think they were different colors, um, pupils, which is, I thought it was transfixed and he just was staring straight ahead. And I was like, yeah, I still get, I'm, I get super starstruck. I love that. I love that. I mean, and, and listen, that, that's obviously one of the appeals, you know, of Kelly all these years on the show that makes her so relatable, you know, that, yeah, she's coming out as a professional. She's a talk show host, but she's also a fan. Yes. And like all of us, at least normal people, we yes. still get starstruck. We still absolutely. I know we, you know, we often talk, we we often talk about that. She came from a really small town in New Jersey in South Jersey. Yeah. I I did bounce around a little bit, but I live in a small town in Illinois from first grade to my sophomore year in high school. So that's like 10 years. That's oh, that's wow. formative years, right? Um, and we had 3,200 people in our town, like this small town, Lebanon, Illinois, um, farm, like my, my backyard had a sign in it. It was called, it said city limits. It was the city. It was the edge of town, <laughs> soybean fields, cornfields. So we're, I think we, we, we think of ourselves as like two small town people all the time. That's, that's how we were raised. And, um, we still, we still identify, we identify as small town. <laughs> How, so your small town obviously went to school in Florida. What gave you the confidence or the impetus to say, you know what? I could go make it as an actor. Was there someone in your family who said yes? Or was your family like, are you nuts? No, man. My my brother, I think at the time was, when I was graduating, he must have been in his first year of residency. So he was a doctor already. My sister mm-hmm. was law school so there was gonna be right. a doctor a lawyer okay mm-hmm. and smart like really smart siblings and education was huge in our house very immigrant mentality you know hugely immigrant mentality and i was in i i i had transferred i went to notre dame for two years and i came i transferred to florida where my where i was my parents were living and i was taking i i, st- I studied business and I met with the counselor. I'm like, what's the easiest business track there is? And I'm like, marketing. I'm like, great, I'm gonna do marketing. And um, I don't know, I got, I went to an acting class outside of school, a really, really cheesy acting class. Um, <laughs> one of those weekend like seminars, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> on camera acting. At a Hilton or a Hyatt? <laughs> no, it was worse. It was like, I think it was next to a tanning salon. This is Florida. 
Um, and it was, I don't know. I mean, and, and I went and we, we, first of all, I didn't know how to act, but they're putting you on camera already. And I don't know. I fell in love with it and I was horrible. I, you know, the guy said, you got potential. You should go study with this theater group in Tampa. And which is kind of like a contradiction in terms at the time. <laughs> and so I went and, um, uh, Kathy Lachlan was, was her name, was the teacher. And she, she like teach this method acting and it was very method. People were, you know, doing crazy things in that class. And I was just blown away. And this is as I was graduating school. And um, I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to study at one of those studios. She told me about like, you know, Bill Esper or the actor studio, all those great spots. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a waiting job. I'm going to work at a restaurant and I'm going to just try. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I thought that was a really smart idea. Mm. Um, and I told my folks that, and they're like, wait, you just got a degree and you're going to go study. Wait. Okay. And, um, and I, we had just been happening. We, we, you know, I, I said, I, I think I'm my buddy from Notre Dame lives up there. And I'm going to visit him and I'm going to, you know, stay, sleep on his couch for a couple of days and just go look at these studios. I want to go see, you know, I was pretty resourceful. I want to see and meet. And I went to each one. I went to each one. And I'm in New York City. I'd been once before, like, like a few months earlier for a wedding. I love New York City. I was like, man. And then reminded me the reason I, the reason I fell in love with acting was I went to this movie with my dad um, in, I think it was the late seventies called Kramer versus Kramer. And I love the relationship between Dustin Hoffman and his son. But what I really loved was New York. Mm. It was such a New York movie. Yeah. You know, bedlam chaos, kids (laughs) falling off jungle gyms, getting stitches. You know what I mean? I could totally, you know, um, uh, advertising seemed really cool. That seemed like a good job. Um, anyway, so I was in New York again. I'm like, wow, this is like Kramer versus Kramer, but Giuliani was there at the, at the moment. So it was like a much cleaner, um, cleaner <laughs> version of New York city. And I went to each one of these studios, the last one I went to, and I'd stopped and got a lunch and, um, I had a little Brown bag and mind you, I'm from Tampa. Okay. I'm very tan. And suit like even as cheesy as I look now, even cheesier, like cheesy, like I am a cheese ball. Okay, <laughs> I had a gold chain. Um, I wore Dracar Noir for oh, sure. Dracar Noir. For oh, sure. maybe, no, you know what? Maybe I take that back. Maybe it was obsession. Maybe it was obsession. Or was it? Fine. Or obsession. was it Ralph Lauren? Or Gray or- Flannel? Gray Remember flannel. Gray flannel. I loved gray flannel. I loved gray flannel. In Did you wear? Little- in the little flannel bag. Like a tweed, yes. <laughs> I, I like that scent, by the way. Does this still exist? <laughs> we got to find out for you. Okay, let's find out. So, Mark, I'm in, so I walk into the actor's studio, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lunch bag. I look like me. And there's a production meeting going on, like an important meeting of like 15 or 20 people, some students, but like some very important people talking about things. And I walk in and they're like, uh, yeah, can yeah, can we, oh, is that, that's our lunch? Who, what is that? They thought I was the, the, the delivery guy. And um, they said, is that our lunch? I, I said, no, 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 I'm, my name's Mark, I'm from Tampa. 
And um, I hear you, I'd like to have a little information on your uh, program here. Do you have any pamphlets or any literature I could read? And this guy, this guy said, he read me. He read me. He goes, first of all, Mark from Tampa, <laughs> there is a two-year waiting list for the privilege to audition for this school or whatever you call it, this studio, okay? You just don't walk in here. You're interrupting a meeting. Um, you may want to, you may want to do your homework before you just, it, he was, he was, a, he was a dick. He was a dick. <laughs> yeah. And so I walked out. Welcome to New York. <laughs> Welcome to New York. But when you're young and ignorant, you have this bl blissful, like exuberance, right? That yeah. you will overcome everything, anything, right? I was in New York. That's like, that was a harebrained idea. But then there's times where your like reasonable brain turns on and says, oh my God, this is a really bad idea. This guy, oh, oh my God, this is a, I can't do this. As right. I'm walking down the street, I'm saying this, Consuelos, you got to get back to Tampa, get a marketing job, wear a suit every day. And um, what a dumb idea. How could you not know what the actor's studio was, is? Like, why would you embarrass? And, I'm, and, and then I get to the payphone because they had payphones in New York City back then. <laughs> I call up my buddy. If that I was sleeping on his couch. I said, hey, man, I'm done. I'm going to meet you. Can I, we'll meet for a drink. And it was like happy hour at that point. He goes, how's it going? I go, not bad. Not, not good. I, I'll tell you the story once I get there. And I hang up the phone. I'm a block away. And this guy, this young guy, probably 21, two, leather jacket, satchel across the front. You're, what, how you cast an actor in right, the... Right, right in the early, early nineties. Right. And he said, excuse me. I said, yeah. He said, well, you were just in the actor's studio. Yeah. I said, yeah. He said, I, I'm, I study there. I, I was there. I, I just saw what happened. I want to apologize for what that guy did. I said, oh, he goes, listen, when I first came to the city, I, I, I studied at a few other studios. Let me, can I give you, do you mind, can I give you a couple coaches' names that I think you might want to start out with? And then eventually you could probably try to audition for the place, but don't get discouraged. It's going to be okay. And he did that. And that completely changed my future. I, I'm certain because I was convinced that I was not going to become an actor. And I was, I was completely deterred. And this angel of a person, I'm not even sure, Mark, I'm not even sure he was actually a person. Well, I was just going to say, do you know who he is? Was no. Oh. No. And that person was Bradley oh. Cooper. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for that. No, like, no. I wish, I wish I knew. I wish I knew who that was. I wish I knew who that was because he, he changed the outcome of my day. Definitely. Who knows? Not to be like super hyperbolic about it, but for sure switched me back into like, okay, you can do this. That's a New York so, moment too. As much as the guy was a dick. This guy was New York too. Came home from that. I auditioned. I put myself on tape for the show called All My Children. I didn't know what it was. And my agent sent me back like a month later, said, they want to see you. Go up there. And I brought some clothes. And then I got the job. We're going to take a short break right now. But when we return, Consuelos opens up about marriage counseling. And the one thing you won't be hearing him and Ripa talking about during Live with Kelly and Mark. We'll be right back.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Just for Variety. I'm Mark Malkin, and here's more of my chat with Mark Consuelos. So let's talk about you and Kelly on the show. You guys are an open book. <laughs> um, okay. The latest headlines, yes, are all about your virtual sex sex, sex escapades. <laughs> Is there anything that's going to be off limits? First of all, that was on a podcast, and I think. That was on a podcast. And, 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 and by the way, Kelly is, you know, her podcast is amazing. I, mean, I have to give it a plug. As good <laughs> as is doing those two or three minute segments with celebrities that come on their show when right. she gets them talking. It, there's something about the podcast format that makes people say things, allows people to like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm sure you know, you yeah. know, they just say stuff. So um, say something to me, Mark, say something. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. say anything. Uh, and by the way, I I didn't say that either. I wasn't part of that part of the discussion. But the, the interesting thing was she said, hey, listen, why don't you become, I think, come on, be a guest, and we'll bring our marriage counselor on. And I said, that's a wonderful idea. And that's what we that Seriously as a wonderful idea or sarcastically? No, no, because I know I, I thought it'd be interesting because we went into it. We didn't go into like counseling marriage counseling because we were in any kind of crisis mm. um there were two things that were happening one was that we became empty nesters yeah that really was an interesting moment i said you know listen i've been on the road for seven years we're gonna be like living together i mean I'm, I'm in new york now the job came up this thing about us working together so what a great time for us to like have like a good like reset and how we communicate. And if I'm, if I need to learn something, if, if I need to learn something, which is like, she's like, you definitely need to learn something. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be a great time? We, we work out, we go, you know, for all different types of things to make ourselves better. Why don't we work on our marriage? And it's been great. I mean, we don't go every week. I think, I don't know we go every now and then, but um, I thought, you know, I thought that was, I thought that would be an interesting segment and it kind of demystified the, or give it a, give it a plug. Like if you, if you have the opportunity to work on your marriage, work on your marriage, but I'm not going to give you anything, Mark. This is it. This is about as much as I'm going to give you. But, but your wife goes on <laughs> talking about your virtual sex life. Hey, you know, that's what I love about my wife. Um, your she, virtual sex life. <laughs> No, I, I, no, I prefer, I, I prefer, I definitely prefer the, the, the real thing, but um, she's, she is an open book and she, you know, that's why America has fallen in love with her for the past 23 years. And, you know, on all my children's, you know, another 12 years before that um, is that, you know, I think America has, or at least the audience has a really good BS detector and they, you know, yeah. I, but I definitely do not think we'll be talking about that uh, from nine to 10 on, um, on Mondays through Fridays. It's a podcast thing, Mark. It's a podcast thing. 
you know, but see, here's the thing. Yes. You give people a little taste, they're going to want more. <laughs> they want more. And they want they? Yeah. They? I know three people. I know three people that probably don't. <laughs> well, that was my next question. Yeah. Is the first phone call or text or FaceTime or WhatsApp from one of the kids going, Mom, what? No. No, 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 no. No, they're cool. They're cool. You know, they're, 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 I think, I believe they're like living in different, they have different streams of social pop culture. Like they're, mm-hmm. they don't, we don't even register on their like feed of things that they're like, what are you talking about? We don't even know if that's what's going on. Um, so no, they're, and plus they've, you know, they, they're very familiar with us. So they're, they're very excited. <laughs> Do the kids want to be a part of the show now that the two of you are? Um, you know what? Um, we, we're going to go full nepotism. We're going to go full. Full nepo? Full nepo. No, no, we're not. We're not. Um, you know, I think we joked about it. Michael, our our 25-year-old our would be hysterical. I'd love to see him with Kelly. I'd love to. If Lola is, she's a dynamo. She would be amazing. Joaquin's a little bit more reserved. And um, I think he'd probably opt out. Mm. Have the kid have have the two eldest said to you, "Hey, I want to pop up on the show." I mean, joke in, not in a serious, not in a serious way, yeah. But I think it'd be a great idea, especially who knows? We could like you know get desperate one day. If Kelly, that's the thing is like, wait, if one of with one of the one of us gets sick, right? Usually we get the other person sick. So what if we're both oh, sick? Right. Right. We, can't be, we both can't be sick at the same time. Kelly never gets sick. So that's, that's good. She's definitely, she, I, I she carries the, she passes the, the virus. <laughs> well, then it's, it's live with Kelly and Mark from their sick bedroom. Sick bedroom. Right. On the couch. In isolation. Were there family or friends who said on a serious note, who said, guys, you're going to push this. This is, you know. Not much. No, no. I mean, we, we have, we have really good friends. We have really, really good friends. They all, they all texted us and congratulated us and called us and was like, this is awesome. And I think it, it's also because I've done it so much and it seemed like, a, you know, it's, it, it's always been a pretty interesting dynamic um, that it was like, it didn't, didn't come in that. Look, if Kelly was like an airplane pilot and she worked for Delta and they needed a, pi- a co-pilot, that'd be a really bad idea. I would, I couldn't land that plane. Like there's no way I can land that plane, but I've landed this. I've assisted. I've assisted. I put it this way. I've been in the chair in case she has a heart attack. Wow. That was just dark. I'm just going to knock wood on that one. <laughs> um, so, you know, obviously, as you know, you know, Kelly just today was celebrated, you know, in New York for um, power of women. Yes. Um, she was so open. Um, with the magazine about her struggles in terms of equal pay. How do you negotiate your salary for the show that has your wife's name first? You know how much she makes. How do you sort of sit back and be like, uh? <laughs> um, look, I just, I, this is my first, this will be my first contract on the job. I shouldn't make, I shouldn't make anywhere near what she makes. It's very right. A pretty simple male, female, um, whatever you know, whatever whatever gender, and I think it doesn't really matter. Um, I, I'm 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 the newbie, so uh, yeah, there is. A, I, I won't be I won't be playing hardball for sure. 
Are you going to share? This is so weird, but are you going to share a dressing room? No, no. <laughs> I'm going to take Ryan's dressing room. I'm going to take Ryan's dressing room. I'm no dummy. Ryan is fancy. <laughs> Ryan is very fancy. He's got fancy stuff. He already told me he's going to leave all the furniture. Um, which yeah, I'm, Mark, you don't want hand-me-down furniture. Why not? What? I'm an actor, dude. I I I get ready in trailers. Have you ever been in one of those trailers? Yes. Honey, what is it called? A honey wagon? Yeah. Or no, it's like a two banger or a one banger, whatever. They're, those aren't lux. But Mark, you're yeah. the co-host of the show now, right? Ask for it because then when you're going to want the new furniture, they're going to be like, "You were fine with the old stuff. You need <laughs> Wait, to ask Mark, for the new furniture Mark, the now." The new furniture is really nice. His furniture is really nice. I can't do better. Like, I don't know. It's really nice. I need to talk to your agent and your manager. You're not fighting for yourself here. Not by the way, Mark, I want to tell you, I am so proud of Kelly. I She sent, she sent pictures um, yeah. from the luncheon. I am so, so, so proud of her. Um, she's led the way, absolutely led the way. I'm really just, I'm so blessed that my daughter gets to see Mm. The, the things that can that she has coming that she can have as well and then my, my you know kelly has has modeled this this career you know putting always putting family first but having this amazing amazing career i don't know i just I, i'm so i'm so proud of her I'm, I'm glad lola has um the role model and kelly that she has i mean listen we were all when when that interview came back and the stuff that we learned about the janitor closet and warning, you know, equal pay. And, you know, it, it's very much that as much as we're in the business, we get, we're still shocked. When we hear that she couldn't get her own dressing room or she was sharing the bathroom with the, with the viewers, which listen, she's a small girl from Jersey. She could share a bathroom, but she's the co-host of the show. Give her her own goddamn bathroom. <laughs> how did, how did you, how did you support her when things like that weren't going the way that she deserved, how do you listen? You know, um, this is something that she's been doing and or, or fighting the good fight um, since we've met. You know, she her dad was a bus driver from South Jersey who became the president of the transportation union. OK, right. the local transportation union. All right. They're fighters. OK. <laughs> They, you know, I remember when um, IATSE, the union went on strike during, for the soaps, uh, you know, the camera and the boom guys, and they were on the line. She was out there daily bringing them. I mean, she's a union girl. Like she's, that's how she's, that's how it's, I, I there's nothing I can do to change or support. That's how she's going to fight the fight, regardless of who's beside her. That's that's who she is. And, and that's why that's why I love her and we all love her so much. Do you think you guys will do any more acting together? Um, that'd be nice. That would be nice. I mean, you should. We should. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what what would America like? How, how much can they stomach at one time? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to say never. What happens with your acting career now? Obviously, this is a full-time sort of around-the-clock gig. Do you have to put things on hold or are you just hoping to like just sort of the jigsaw yeah. of scheduling? You know, Mark, you know, I started this, gosh, how I started this almost 30 years ago. And if an actor did this 30 years ago, 
you're done. Like you, that's what you, that's what you did. And you're not going to be acting anymore. And so that was also one of the considerations of the list, the pros and the cons, like I'm an actor. This is not what I do. Mm. Um, And my team assured me, you know, friends that are in the business assured me that's just not the case anymore. Um, I haven't done a play in such a long time. Mm. Um, My out time is usually either 1030 or 1130. We have a pretty sweet, we have a pretty sweet schedule. You know, I leave my house at eight, that's three and a half hours. Um, I would love to do a play, to do some theater in New York. Mm. Um, I think the schedule, and now I'm anchored to New York City yeah. for the foreseeable future. And I would love to, to seek that out and try that out. Is there a play in mind? I'm reading a bunch of plays now, nothing, nothing specific. Um, it's got to be a play. It can't be a musical. I can't sing. I can I can't dance. I do I do like the odd. I li- like going to musicals. I just would rather just do a play. And tell me about the audition that you could recall that you really wanted that part and you didn't get it. I will tell you about an audition that is a little different. I was reading for a movie with Joel Schumacher as the director. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a I think it was a De Niro film. I forgot what it was called. I forgot the name of the movie. I came in there and he looked at me and he said, right away, he goes, nice to meet you. I said, hey, nice to meet you. And he said, um, you're not right for this. Before you even open, before you even read, I just want to say, I'm a guy that's going to tell you, I, it's, it's, we're not, you're not right for this role, okay? But um, tell me what you're up to. Tell me, like, what, what have you been in? What do you like? What he, We talked about acting. We mm-hmm. talked about any other roles that I like, any other thing. He's wanted to get, I want to get to know you because you seem like a great guy and I'm just not going to waste your time, but I'd, I'm going to at least talk to you and um, get to know you. So maybe when the next time you come in and you're right for it, you know, because it's going to suck. You're going to read for it. I'm going to be nice to you. You're going to be nice to me and you're not going to get it. So let's just talk. I want to get to know you. Wow. Could you imagine if all your auditions were like that? The ones that you knew, the directors knew right away you weren't going to get. Like, oh, like, man, I would love that. I would love that so, so much. But I, I thought that was so um, sweet. Um, the casting director was there. We all talked and hung out. And I had dinner with him probably 15 years later. Mm-hmm. And I asked him if he remembered that. And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very Joel Schumacher. I go, you know what? I, you don't remember it, but it was for, for an actor starting out and on his first few film auditions in New York City on a soap. I was on a soap. It was a huge influence on me that you were just so nice. I think you need to do like some sort of series, some sort of short films about these stories. I mean, because what I keep picturing you now is the 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 brown bag lunch. I mean, I'm picturing it's basically Saturday Night Fever you have a bag lunch instead of the paint cans. Okay. All right. I love it. Let's do it. Smelling like your car or gray flannel. <laughs> or or what was the other one? Paco Rabanne. Paco Rabanne. Was it, which one was the one that was like skinny with the bowl on top? Paco Rabanne or Pierre Cardin? Pierre Cardin. <laughs> Pierre Cardin. We are of the same age, my friend. We I are know. We, we still, we still are. <laughs> We so are. It's wonderful. 
I could smell that your car went, as soon as you said your car noir, that was my high school, the black bottle. Yeah. And you know, some people's skin just doesn't work well with that type of pheromone, pheromones are off. I was one of those guys. It just was pungent and wrong. Yeah. But I, 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 you know what? I don't think your car noir was good for anything. Because <laughs> it also, it was also the time when you didn't just spray it, you poured it on. I'm a pourer. Yeah. I'm a pourer. My poor wife, she's like, Mark, you go, you go like this in the and walk through it. through it. I go, but then I can't smell it. I can't <laughs> smell it. Because you're not supposed to smell it. I'm the same way. I'm like, until I, I'm spraying it. I'm like, until I smell it. Yeah. I want to revisit it. I want to like, I want to revisit it. I want to, I want to get a catch a second scent. (laughs) And unless that, you know, but I, I, it definitely usually goes wrong. Mark, this is awesome. I'm so glad we got to have a longer chat than just uh, a red carpet. I'm glad, I'm glad too. And I hope I get to um, see you again soon. Yeah, I'm excited. When I'm in New York and you guys are shooting, I have to come and visit. Please do. I want to see this furniture in your, this used furniture in your dressing room. Thanks so much. Enjoy the rest of your vacation and tell Kelly I said hi. I will. Thank you. Cheers. That was Mark Consuelos. And that's it for this week's Just for Variety. Thanks for listening. Until next time, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all breaking and exclusive Hollywood news, go to Variety.com. See you next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.